Do you want to get your jacket on too? So it'll be yeah, denim and denim. For a man that can dance like you can, I wouldn't. I would. That's not a surprise to yeah. me. Welcome to episode three of the Make It All Better podcast. If you loved episode one and two, you're going to go absolutely bonkers for episode three. It's our best yet. We discussed Justin working with Marvel on end title sequences. We recapped Avengers Endgame and Cobra Kai season two. We even got Instagram Live to work and gave away some really fun prizes. So sit back, relax, and let Justin and Miguel make it all better. Hey, we're here. I don't know if anyone's in yet, but we'll see on yours. Okay. Well, uh, either way. It's good to be here, man. Thanks. It's our third podcast already. I know. We're we're off in the the races. We're really chugging ahead. Aren't we just kind of going to town? We are. We just dove right into this, and we're not looking back. Well, we have a layout. We have a we have about a forty five episode plan right mm-hmm. now, a little over three and a half years that, worth, yeah. maybe four hundred and fifty episodes, right. depending. That's great. But we have each and every one plotted out. I've memorized all my dialogue for today, <laughs> and glad. I know that you have. Did you get your lines together? Hold on. Are we going to be able to see you over in Leonardo, Leonardo here? <laughs> we'll put him. <laughs> gotta move Leonardo. We gotta move Leonardo. I think that's a good. Game. By the way, in- introduce your place to everybody. Yeah, let's. Let me inter- f- let me f- you know what? I like that we do our introductions at the beginning of every episode. So, you know, in case people want to start on episode three, they know who we are. Okay. Right? So my name is Miguel Wilson. I am an artist, illustrator, toy designer, and I am here with my buddy, Justin Harder. Go ahead. Introduce yourself, Justin. Hey, everybody. Uh, Justin Harder, creative director, illustrator, designer at Klaus Studios, klausstudios.com on Instagram and online, which nobody really goes to websites anymore. That's unfortunate, but that's where you can find all the work. Uh, do a lot of stuff and end title sequences for films, commercial style frame concepts, and now we have a betting line at Target. Hi, I'm going to be looking over at the camera as well as at you. Perfect. This is really quite the environment, I have to say. This I'm excited to be we here. We look so legit right now, too. Let me tell you. Well, we're in front of your. Well, I, I like how you give yourself a pat <laughs> in the back there. I, I agree. First of all, this man's collection of figures. They're they're not they're not action figures. They're figures. That's right. You do not play with them too much. It's pretty much museum quality statues. Yes. And there's a DP down at the bottom there, Deadpool down at the bottom, which is awesome. But he's got everybody. He's got everybody across the board. And uh, yeah, for those aren't dude, tuned so in, you can tell them on the podcast. I've got everybody. There's. When did you start collecting? Started collecting these type of one six scale figures back in about 2008 2009. I feel embarrassed because I brought Jack Burton out and I put him in front of us for the past two podcasts. <laughs> and you're like, cool, man. You're so nice. You go, cool, man. Great figure. Yeah. I come over to your place and this is what you're rolling with. <laughs> do you, well, do you see there's a bit of a discrepancy? Burton. That's why I was excited that you got. Now you can see why I was so excited. I go, oh, you got this? Remember that night when I when we came back from the bar? Too, and yeah, I but saw I that? have one. There's one. <laughs> But it's not the one you have. This is the collect. That's the collector's mentality. It. Yes, I, I'm a huge fan of Jack Burton, so I need to pick him up. It's just, but it's like that with everything in life. We can have every pair of sneakers. I, I'm using this to segue right into my problem right now. I have a real problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, my main problem was on Saturday morning. I tried to get the Travis Scott drops for these new Jordans. Okay. Backward swoosh, really sick. What I really wanted him get get him get him for is I can. Resell them, which I don't do. I don't do that. Okay, I, I people, haven't done that yet. People are super against that, right? In the sneaker game. I huh? think so, but when I saw what they're already going for before they drop, they're going for nine hundred dollars, oh and they were one fifty to buy. So 
175 to buy. And I go, you know what? I'm going to try and get them. And that was the problem is that on Saturday morning, I wasted half an hour of my weekend back home with my family messing around with the sneakers app. It's a complete travesty. It says, oh, enter your PayPal. I just, I just used it last week. Anyway, it upset me. No face ID on your PayPal? No, I didn't do that. It's quick. I think I have that for my normal PayPal. Purchases, man, oh. you're, you're stumping me with the good ones. I'm like Face ID. <laughs> face ID rarely works on my phone because okay. I have my sunglasses on. Oh yeah, it never works. You know, when I have my sunglasses on. Sunglasses doesn't work. Darkness doesn't work. Barely any time. If I even if I even had a drink the night before, my eyes are a little puffy. Doesn't work. They go, no. Wow, who are really? You? Who are you? They go, who are you? <laughs> Who's got your phone? Yours is really, really state sensitive. Of the, state of the art. State deal. of the art. I mean, yeah, we got some people joining in. Thanks for joining us here with Justin Harder. We're at the um, the old Bat Cave right now. This Secret is location. This is uh, one of the coolest man caves I've ever seen. Are you guys getting a load of this guy's rollout here? This is what this dude rolls with right now. <laughs> we have <laughs> Marty McFly two. right next to Batman. Michael I, Keaton, Batman too. Okay, and I and I was having and I told people in the first podcast I had the I had the beer next to Michael Keaton at the bar. Right. And when I told you this, you went nuts. Exactly. He's your favorite. My favorite Batman of all time. He's honestly one of my favorite actors of all time. Yeah, same here. I mean, Beetle, I want a Beetlejuice. I need to get a Beetlejuice figure back here. Do they have one? Sideshow made one. See, these aren't Sideshow, though. No, uh, the Darth Vader Sideshow and um, the rest are Hot Toys. And there's a few Customs and there's a couple Asmus Toys. So there's a few different brands. So I see the Sideshow stuff at uh, Comic-Con. They've got the, the, they got the biggest build-out. Right. They've so they have four a lot different of these. They, they're teamed up with Hot Toys at Comic-Con. Okay. So you see a lot of these at Sideshow's booth. I think it might be they're there. Too. Yeah. Well, this is the exact same display case that, that they have at Comic-Con, too, mm-hmm. which I won't be at this year. Why not? Well, possibly at the hotel, like we're well, talking We're going to be there. Okay. Uh, we'll be there. We're going to be there doing some hidden drops. I mean, uh, specialty print drops, possibly. That would be awesome, man. Right? Yeah. And tell people to come find us. And blanket drops, which brings me to why I have the blankets on the table here today is that uh, these three blankets I'm going to be sending to some viewers now that this is our first live podcast. Live working podcast. I would like to uh, reward anybody that's tuning in with a blanket if they, if they want one. Everybody gets chilly. Everybody needs to curl up. <laughs> I've seen... I have questions I'm going to ask the viewers, and whoever gets it right quickest, I'm going to send this, and then we're going to do one... For your print as well. John Wick, since it's coming out tomorrow. I'm so stoked, dude. Um, I might need to rewatch the... One and two. I know. You should have put those on while in the background right now. I would say this about number number two. Go ahead. I love me. number one. Viewers out there love number one, I'm sure. Number two was so excessive with the headshots. Okay. I got a little... I got a little over it. I got a little over it. I, I don't. I know. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I see it. I see it. I, and you know what? I was just rewatching two today because I'm working on a new piece to drop on Instagram for John Wick. But I agree. Yeah, I think there was a lot of headshots. It's one of those things where it's like uh, – I just feel in comparison, it's like in Logan where it was like such a huge deal when Wolverine put the claws to that dude's head and it was like that one time and it was like, oh my gosh, and it was like crazy, right? And it was one time. John Wick, after a while, it's just so many headshots. You're like, oh, okay, okay, everyone's good. But then again, is that kind of part of who he is? Because he's a, such a marksman. He's just taking everyone out, one and done. I don't know. 
you know, no, you're right. It, it goes to show how much of a, a pro he is for right. sure, That's what I thought and how un, un, unbeatable he is. The yeah. man's just the coolest, the most kick butt ever, right? But with, it, from the special effects standpoint, they were like using this plugin or something, I think, for like each explosion that was just like oh, yeah. super <laughs> plug and play. Right. It was like everyone's like just splattered well, everywhere. Well, I don't think play. they even did any. For the most part, they did none. They did none of the capsules or anything bursting. I'm not like I'm judging them on their prosthetic makeup. Right I have now, no, yeah. I have no clue. Okay. But when you start seeing the plug-in and stuff going like that much, I'm like, I know you just want to bring out Leo, Leo here. He's got no, no, a no, Leo. No, no. I'm putting him he's, over here because no. I don't want. But to he's well, he's probably the coolest coolest guy you have. He's the biggest. It's true. He's pretty big. What is this scale now? One four. One fourth. One fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but it's yeah. by Neca right here. Yeah. There you go. Right, Put there. You go. Did he pop up there? It's a little lag. But it's a little laggy. Make laggy. Make laggy. Make laggy. It's coming right now. Uh, it's pretty sick though that we're we're live right now with everybody. I feel like though when we do our podcasts, I when I edit, I try to keep the majority of it because we're pretty much on at all times. If that makes sense, we're never too stumbling. If we stumble, it's usually fun as well for people to hear. Okay. You know what I mean? Like last time, we had a lot of technical difficulties, a lot of issues, and I put a lot of that at the end for everyone to enjoy because. Sometimes that's some of our, I feel like, most authentic, fun moments is when we make things better when they're not right. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to talk over that so you can have a nice... Just let it it simmer. Just let it simmer. Yeah. I can tell you're going with a bit right there. It was I like, can tell you you're finding building. it. Yeah, it was, <laughs> was kind of like a, a child wandering through the forest, but then all of a sudden, like, sees the crack in the trees, and I go, "Oh, let him get out of the forest now." I see where he's going. Let him have his big moment. Ah, oh, that was good. I try to be patient sometimes before I hit the the heavy punchlines. Yeah, I, let know. It, I build. Yeah, you're building into it. <laughs> um, oh, Keenan Reed's just joined us. Well, he's probably happy to see that we're doing it right this time. Yeah. So Keenan was with us last last uh, episode, last, episode. Last, last podcast, and he was really getting heated in the background. You should have seen how mad this man was. He was going, listen, guys, if you don't get it <laughs> Wi-Fi going the first time, then screw it. You're done. No one's going to watch. I go, man, man. Ooh, Miguel, Miguel brought over this real hothead. <laughs> and he was, he was in my chair, in my chair in my studio, and I swear, like, there was, it's all sweaty. It was sweaty from how angry he was with me. This is what he said. He says, oh, my God, stop, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it couldn't be further from the truth. He actually fell asleep in the chair. Uh, yeah, he, we put him straight to sleep. We did. And then after a while, we forgot he was there. And then he was like, hey, guys. And we were like, oh, Keenan, join us. Come on over. Yeah. And it's, I was actually kind of creeped out. I was like, there's a dude been in my studio the whole time. <laughs> when Miguel and I. Uh, super nice guy. Uh, now we... Okay, I had a couple quite. I had a couple topics I wanted to bring up this week. Okay, I don't know if you had your topics, but I, I know you. We didn't want to talk about Avengers Endgame, but last I time. want to. Yeah, no, so we didn't to. want to last week. No, we didn't. But now we can talk about it because you know what I say to people: three week rule. Forget you. Yeah, it's three four weeks. And by the way, it's trying to make a gajillion space bucks. Everyone's seen it. They or they talked and whatever. So your top three. Favorite moments from the film? Oh my goodness, this is. So or maybe fun. your top one. I'm so. Well, I'll tell you right now. One that takes the cake for me is Captain America being worthy, taking Colin Mjolnir. That was my moment. That was my favorite moment. That was the best. Gosh, it just. That I want. Best, I could have stood up and cheered both times. The second time when I was looking dead at you too. When I, wh- wh- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think you saw it the second time. I thought you're just. You're staring at me. I was I going, was well, there's not, something cool going to happen I here. You, I want to let you know I went home feeling bad after you told me that last time. Did you? I was like, I well, hope you I wasn't. Felt, you should have felt a little bad. 
It should have felt a little bad. I wasn't. He's staring I I at me. No, I know I wasn't. It was hey, after. Man. It was after scenes. I would look to see a reaction. It wasn't prior. But anyways, I felt it was a little. I felt it was right <laughs> on the cusp. Right on the cusp. I was right trying there. to make it a point to not spoil. But anyways, Cap being worthy, hands down, one of them. Did you see that happening? I didn't. That, that when the first time it caught me. I mean, that was really cool. When this, you start seeing electricity around Mjolnir and it kind of starts floating, and then. It shoots over to Cap, and he's got the shield and catches it. That was, that was a great shot. I, I know we talk, I, I want to draw him. We're allowed to draw him now, right? Yes. I got to draw him with a hammer, man. I predicted that moment. You did? Yeah. What did you think? So did you predict it back when Age of Ultron, when he kind of moved it, and then you thought he could probably pick it up? I only saw the movie one time, but it was... Do you remember that, though? He did. He did. They were that all was trying to pick up the hammer. That was Whedon's last one. Yeah. They were all trying and to pick up And we pitched on that one, so it has a real sore spot in my heart. Okay. But... Other than that, no, he moved, he moved it at the party. They were he, all drunk. They were all drunk at the party, and he kind of moved it a little, and Thor got a little worried. That's right. Hey Thor, to everyone, join Thor us in here jealous. live again. Sorry, just going to say uh, welcome, and let us know if you have any questions, and we will do our best to answer them. Talking about Endgame right now. How do we find out their questions? It'll though? come up here. Are you going to be monitoring I'm monitoring this? it. That's okay. I said, like, Keenan already has been writing a bunch of trash, so... Okay, so trash talking. I see. I see. He's giving us the yayit. So, uh, I'll, if you're going to be kind of, I'm just going to jump wor- in at times. Working this, need, yeah. Then I'll make sure I always talk to our listeners. That's great. Down in the future. That's a good. That's a good tag team. Yeah. There you go. So, but let's continue. In game, you saying you you predicted it. Cap was going to be able to pick no, it up. No, I, I I didn't know what the hell was happening in that film. Uh, I was so distraught in the beginning. Uh, seeing seeing Tony Stark like a frail old man, really, oh hurt, really, really cut deep. Mm-hmm. I think that was head replacement. I think that was body replacement. Yeah, had to be. He had to. He looked like he was like 120 pounds. He would never do that. He didn't do. Yeah, that. it looked a little phony a couple times, slightly, not really, but just a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, I think they could do that now with CG. I mean, kind of like what they did to. Uh, well, but, yeah, it is a body replacement mixed with CG, right? Like they did the Captain America in the first one. Yeah, yeah, that would be a. What do you mean, Captain America in the first one? When he turned it... When Chris Evans uh, was small in the first Avenger. Oh, I love that. Remember? And then he became all soul. But that was the best. He wasn't you, really small. You know what You know what movie... You know what Lit shot from that trailer sold me on that whole that whole entire deal? I could do this all day. No. Okay. No, no. That's, that's from Endgame. That was the best line from Endgame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Best, yeah li- best line from Endgame. Captain America fighting Captain America. Oh. Old Captain America goes, I could do this all day. Chris Evans, current Captain America goes... Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. <laughs> Best. Um, also, the America's Ass was really funny. That was great. Um, everything with Thor, Fat Thor, playing Fortnite, which is awesome. They're playing Fortnite because that was a cool crossover because I played Fortnite when they had yeah. the Marvel uh, Fortnite. Expansions? Or? Yeah, exp- uh, they kind of like added a bunch of stuff from um, uh, the Avengers into the Fortnite world. So okay. I got to actually grab Thor's you can grab Thor's hammer like oh. a stormbreaker and you can go and just grab Thor's t- hammer you can just destroy everything oh you took this hammer and it took you off yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking <laughs> took you off. oh man it sounds like you and this hammer a special relationship <laughs> what's that they're all talking about like all these standalone new movies coming out they're like Loki and Falcon and, and, and Winter Soldier and yeah. I go yeah where's Korgs mm-hmm. I mean What'd anybody else feel that I think so I think so but you were saying um, he's probably too busy now. Taika is way too busy to be doing that. They would have to. Oh yeah. Oh man, that guy's on fire. He has a new film coming out called Jojo Rabbit, 
where he plays, my buddy Mike Petrosky saw it, he plays uh, Hitler. Whoa. And it's all about anti-hate. And it's all from that kid's perspective, like young Nazi perspective. Have Whoa. you seen the trailer? I, yeah, no, I, no, I haven't no. seen the trailer either. I haven't. Um, I did see the trailer. This is so, man, I'm really flying all over tonight. I got 15 espressos I have on the way over here. Drove through Topanga Canyon. Yeah, if you're not this high after doing it. that, if you're not high after doing that drive, I don't know what can get you high anymore. <laughs> and you didn't even Yikes. get me a coffee or anything. So I'm over here in slow mo while you're going around the track ten times while I'm still in first lap. I don't think I have a stretch. <laughs> yeah, after I see, he shows me this these dance move clips, and you're gonna have to show now because I'm gonna plug oh you my again. Gosh, oh my I, I thought he was floating on uh, on air. I His wish feet I wrote down so all light. the names of the movie. Well, you had the Bojangles. That's one. Bojangles is this one where his legs do go like this. Oh, whoop. remember the skeletons from the uh, that Walt Disney short silly symphony like this? <laughs> this was this guy's legs, and then he showed me Keenan dance with him too. I don't know. I, I why you guys weren't in sync was you know not. I don't know what the hell to tell you. <laughs> so did you not ever want to? I mean, we, sing as well. I don't if think you I'm put that, that great the, of a singer, you think they are? I know, Have you heard J.C. Chazé's? Man, I or um, the other guy, Kirkpatrick. Yeah. So we had someone that said that um, that that director also got picked to do the Cure film adaptation. He said he thinks he saw that today. Uh, Taika 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 Waititi did did he get it or is um is yes he is that's correct that yes that's a viewer yep. that's a viewer that's a correct statement they get a blanket you get a blanket they get a blanket Dexter Walker oh he already has a blanket okay oh I know that guy well Dexter Walker you oh but maybe you can get another one you can get a John Wick print oh Dexter do you want a John Wick or a I know that name I don't know him I know the name okay maybe I do know him maybe you do you know him. Uh, let's see what he says here, but you're right. He is directing Akira and guess who's starring in Akira for another blanket. Just kidding. Not a blanket this time. Just normal quiz <laughs> who trivia. Who is it? Leo DiCaprio. No. Yes. He's going to be Kanda? Yes. Who is going to be Tetsuo? Tetsuo! Who? I don't know. Oh, it's me. Oh! <laughs> Dancing Tetsuo. Yep. Um, I saw, I saw Akira in 35 He said million. he doesn't have the blanket and he wants one. Oh, does he? Well, he's got it. Well, too bad, so sad. It's too late. Uh, so you have too close to the name of someone else, so you can't get it. <laughs> so uh, You're like, I thought you had one. Dexter. Uh, sure, man. Uh, that's for sure. You're going to get it. You got that correct. Uh, DM me on mine, uh, your address. Yes. I won't share it with too many people. Klaus Studios, send it on over, and you get a free blanket. That'd be, that's pretty nice. That's so nice. I have to take one of my questions away now because I had three questions I wrote earlier in the day. So I'm going to backtrack. Go. Endgame. Yes. I, we said a few scenes. I have one more I wanted to share. Okay. That I enjoyed. Okay. Another one I enjoyed is pretty much Black Panther's one and only kind of cool scene. I thought it was awesome that they shifted it from like Hawkeye, who, who gets down. He was awesome in this movie running around with the gauntlet, scared, what am I going to do with this thing? Not scared, maybe, but just didn't know. And Black Panther was the first Avenger to be like, give it to me. And nice. then took off just handling people with it. That was so Who cool. wasn't excited, though, for Hawkeye to get the hell away from him? We don't need a human with that thing. Yeah, that's, that what, that's what I'm saying. We're like, this is the guy that has it right now? Yeah, yeah, you go. <laughs> this is the man that has it. No, we needed, <laughs> like, oh, he can't run fast. He can just shoot the bow, like, really well, I guess. Oh, man. So I, I agree. That was pretty sick. That was a great part. Did you like – oh, another great line. Uh, 
I believe it was Falcon saying on your on your left. On your, oh man, hit me in the feels. That was sick. Everyone says in the feels. You know what? I'm gonna take it back. What's that? I could have cried. How about, cried. How about I be a little more? In the feels is in your genitals. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone always says in right. Oh, right in the feels. Yeah, yeah, with an accent too. Go, yeah, <laughs> right in the feels. <laughs> I don't know why. It's all I'm like, I thought, you know, why didn't you have an accent for the everything we've talked about before? But all of a sudden, it goes always in the right, fields. right in the fields. Right in the fields. It's like a Scottish accent. Yep. <laughs> what in the fields, sir? Scrooge McDuck here. Oh, how's that? That's good enough for me. All right, phenomenal. So voice. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Dexter says thank you. You're welcome. That's very, that's very kind, sir. Um, thanks for playing. Yeah. And thanks for throwing that out there because that guy, I've Kick actually. It off. Saw, now I'm going to jump forward again, just like the Time Bandits from uh, from Infinity War. I'm going to go back to a story about Taika. Okay, let's do it. Went to a Ragnarok screening. Oh, is that right? Did you? Yes, it was you a screening. Pitched on Ragnarok. Well. We pitched on Ragnarok. Uh, it did not get chosen. They went with a, a uh, perception of studio out of New York, a very silhouette-y, uh, very monochromatic, 3D polished. But it kind of retold the story of uh, the film, which a lot of end title sequences do. Right. Unless they want to launch off to another thing. Yep. And then they maybe will tease it a little bit more. So anyway, they chose that. To- totally serviceable. Um, but at the screening, it was at, at the IMAX, at the IMAX headquarters. Oh. Where's so that it, at? I can't tell you. That top secret, huh? Why, uh, I have some, me I have some, I have something on you, and you want me to just give it away? I know it's true. Okay, you got leverage. It was over in Culver City somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Real nice flip flop, kid. Great line from Kingpin. If everybody was big Kingpin fans yeah. out there, I know how many there are. So many Kingpin fans. They're like, oh man, great line from Kingpin. <laughs> anyway, Bill Murray's a man. Anyway, Bill Murray is a man. So, big earn. So IMAX headquarters. You went to see. Thank you for bringing me back Thor on track. Thor Ragnarok. Um, yeah. So went to see Thor Ragnarok there. Uh, got invited. I can't get that kind of stuff. Okay. I don't know how I got invited to it. It was pretty. It was pretty sweet. It was a nice little Q and A. Okay. Taika was there. He comes up afterward. Had a couple beers in his hand, kind of hanging out. As soon as double fist. First of all, he was an actor. He was in. He was in the Green Goblins. I mean, uh, Green Lantern. <laughs> he was in the Green Lantern. Okay. Who is, is he? He was Ryan Reynolds' best friend. Is it? Ed? Oh right. Yeah. The guy's like, damn it. I mean, damn it. That one line. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I guess know. so. In my mind, I that know. was probably an improv that he did because okay, yeah. he gets up there to do his Q and A. You are laughing the entire time. The man is beyond funny. He's so charming. Of course, the accent helps. The New right. Zealand accent right. has this kind of. You're like, oh, everything he says is just kind of kitschy and yeah. cool. You know, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Flight of the Concord. And uh, he had the whole crowd just eating out of his hand. It was awesome. And afterward, they would have been eating out of his hand because the film was phenomenal. That's the second oh, time I, I saw I, it. Ragnarok is probably my top three favorite Marvel movies. What's number one? Might be Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. I, I, I was guessing you were going to say Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Why is it? I mean, the elevator scene alone—that's the best. It's probably one of the coolest, like, heroic comic book moves caught on film. So sick! Like, it's so cool. He walked in there and just like knew before it before we get started. Does anyone want to get out? Is that not the coolest That's such line? A bad like badass line? Yeah, like, it really is. God. Like, not only am I going to take you all down, I know it, you know it. Does anybody want to leave? Yes. I'm giving you the out right now. Mm-hmm. A buddy of mine was a stuntman on the movie, and he also is the stuntman in Civil War in the Black Panther suit. So shout out to my buddy Guy. 
He's yeah. in the Black Panther suit. He's in the Black Panther suit for Civil War, and he was actually in the elevator scene on Winter Soldier. Wow, that's sick. Really cool guy. Nice that's guy. Sick. Amazing martial artist and stuntman. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You should, you should, did you shout him out? Yeah, I did. What about his, what about his Instagram? Uh, it's, I think it's just his name, Guy De Silva. Are you going to talk about the other stuntman you know? Oh, you keep name dropping is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's another question I have for you guys for another blanket. This ties in right with what he just said. Let's do it. In the Deadpool leaked footage that got Deadpool greenlit. Woo! This, this, the, all CG, completely CG. They were, did, did it. Blur Studio, Venice, California. Now it's in Culver City. He he worked on it as well. He was in that. My buddy Guy was in the Deadpool. Okay, well, this is about Guy. Okay, Forget okay, Guy. <laughs> Him and Guy. Guy and Miguel. This is Miguel and Justin. Make okay, all better. Not Guy and McGee. I'm going to cut this out. Yeah, okay, McGee. No, you can. Why don't leave that in? Okay, go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. In the Deadpool leaked trailer. It was leaked. Yeah, right. Who played Deadpool? Woo! Who played Deadpool? Four two, two options. Are you going to give options? Yes. Okay. No, I'm not going to give options. Don't give options. Yeah, no, no. It would be... It'd be it's, it's, it's too easy. It would be too easy. It would be too easy. Anyway... You can, you can give a clue. You can get back to that. You can give a clue and say who it was not. You want to do that? It wasn't Gee. <laughs> There you have it. Got to come back to it. We'll come back. So. Mm. But that's uh, that's for a blanket, if anyone wants one. And the way this works is you send us your address, I send you a blanket. It's a simple exchange. You have to get the question right first. Of course. That's yeah. Okay. Well, the given <laughs> is that you answer the question <laughs> right. correctly. Well, I just want to make sure, because people right. are always trying to get free stuff. Swindlers. Swindlers. Out yeah. There. Yeah. Gypsies. Um, well, I'd like to take this opportunity. Go ahead. To shout out a new artist I found. I didn't get to talk about my Endgame moments. Well, we'll get back to this. We'll get back to the artist. Then let's get back to Endgame. Okay, because I didn't say all four either. Let's. I know. No, you. Okay, yours was Cap. I think ours are very similar. We are. Okay. Let's be honest. Cap being worthy. It's Cap with the hammer. It's. Well, I liked. It's Thor saying, "I got the big one." That's a great scene. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's the end battle. Yeah. It's I am Iron Man. I am Iron Man, of course. Has to be. Yeah. It's um. I know what scene it was not for me. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. It was when the rat walks across the van and yeah. triggers the space, the, the time continuum. The, yeah. the, 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 Push the button. What, the, what, whatever. Quantum realm. Quantum, quantum realm, realm button. Realm. And yeah. then uh, all of a sudden Paul, Paul Rudd shows up and everything's going to be safe. It was a little too coincidental? E a little too easy. Too easy? I don't know. What else? I'm fine happen? with it. It's a comic book yeah. movie. I'm honestly fine with everything. Well, people, I mean, people have such... People sometimes pick everything apart, and I go, you should be blessed that they're putting so much effort into this. Do you like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yes. Because that was real, kind of the same type of gimmick, how he got, they got shrunk in there. I don't remember that. It wasn't like a rat that walked by, but remember it was real simple and easy that the, the machine went off, the kids were playing in the room. I think the baseball hit it, right? Because I'm just saying. Like, Baseballs hit everything back yeah, in the day. It also, it, also, it also hit the TV and Back to the Future. Oh didn't didn't a baseball come and hit something back to the future and trigger the dog food and ended up hitting on the skateboard? Am I wrong here? Mm. Oh. Back to the Future? Yeah, the first scene in Back to the Future with all the clocks. All the clocks. The one okay. that they said was the most difficult shot in the entire thing because they had to get every single clock lined up with every single second. Right, right. And this is before you could just go and replace stuff in CG. Right. They said that was 
impasse. I'm sure it was. What was the baseball? That was not the that. Baseball, baseball goes and crashes through I mean, something and hits the, something. The Sandlot. Um, oh, baseball is – honey, I shrunk the kids. It is? You hit a baseball. It went in the window. It hit the machine, Rick Moranis' machine, and it shrinks them. That's what it was. Man, I haven't seen that in so long. Certain things is – you could watch a scene that you watch as a child, and it would hit you. Oh, I love that. And you go – you get immediately transported back yes. to that time period. I love that when that happens. And you forgot all about it. You forgot it's like it, brand new again. Completely brand new. Mm-hmm. I bet if I watched Honey, I Shrank the Kids because my memory is so kaput, it would be like the first time. Remember this? How about this? I, this movie is older than when I was a kid, but my dad always showed us Swiss Family Robinson, Disney movie. So good. So good, right? Because when I was little, they still had Swiss Family Robinson play area before it was Tarzan's Treehouse. Remember this at Disneyland? Yeah, Miguel, I'm older than you. I was going to say my biggest heartbreak with Disneyland was when they turned it to Tarzan's tree, yeah, you yeah, know, Tarzan's treehouse. Yeah, tree time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny about it is they did all that reskinning, you know, but it's still the exact same little structures yeah, yeah, that was all around. Around. Yeah. Which is still nice. I'm just I'm I'm glad they still have it. But that was a heck of a movie. On top of that, let's go old school Disney movies for you right now. Live action, five hundred Jeopardy style. Go ahead. Ready? I'm ready. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Oh yeah, mix of animation and live action. So good. Mm-hmm. The night scene in the castle where all the sheep, the, all the different suits of armor, you know, come out. That, now, if I saw that, I would go back. But, so I haven't seen that since probably I was a kid. So good. No. That, yes, but I was also thinking of Babes in Toyland. With Keanu Reeves, speaking of John Wick. Wow. That version, at least. Did you see that one? Was babes in Toyland. He had to be a child. He, he was like, yeah, probably late teens. It had to be him. Keanu Reeves. How many Babes in Toylands did they make? That was the one. Babes in... How about this? For a John Wick print. No, we already answered that question. Not Which one? That. I was going to say, <laughs> did Keanu Reeves star in Babes in Toyland? Oh, I know they yeah, answered that. Yeah, yes, I gave that one away. I gave, gave away. that one away. Should've, I wish I could have finagled that differently. <sighs> Probably could have teased that one out a little bit. I have a good Keanu Reeves uh, trivia question. Okay, let's use it. For a John Wick print. John Wick print, we got people in the chat right now. You get a free John Wick print if you get this question right. From me. All right, I I can't think of a good one. I thought you just said you had one. (laughs) This guy goes, I got a good... Keanu Reeves. The question. more I thought about it, Set the more the, the more the answer was just Keanu Reeves. I kept thinking of questions, and the, the answer was uh, Keanu Reeves. All right, how about this? Like, who can name three Keanu Reeves movies before 1998? That's pretty good. Well, you got Speed. Well, how about we let them answer? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dang it! Stop it! That's a free. Movie. I think everybody knew Speed. I think everybody knew Speed. So All we'll right, give you one. We'll give you Speed as one. Speed's a freebie. Name two more. Ah, I have a good question. Okay, go ahead. In Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Woo. is he Bill or oh. is he Ted? And what is Ted's last name? Last name? That's, that's what I was going to say. Let's make it a little harder. What is Ted's last name? Well, we just gave him the fact that he's Ted. <laughs> Is he Bill or is he Ted? Also, what is Ted's <laughs> last, last name? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, I kind of just gave uh-huh, that one yeah, right away. We're not too good at the like the trivia questions uh-huh. asking yet. We're not We'd be great at Jeopardy though, because yeah. We, uh, <laughs> well, there's been a guy that's been winning Jeopardy lately because he's been guessing every single uh five hundred, like he just goes straight to the top. He doesn't start at the bottom of each category. 
And so he's been dominating Jeopardy. And he, they, people think it's illegal, but it's not illegal. <laughs> it's not an illegal move. Yeah, he just goes straight to the top. So someone asked if we're streaming this on something else. At the moment, we're only live on Instagram right now. Maybe in the well, future we'll get to Twitch if we feel the followers Twitch, build up. TwitchCon. We go to Twitch, yeah. Twitch but right con. now, we're just starting off Instagram Live, and our podcast is available, though, on all most streaming uh, podcasts like websites and networks. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. A lot of podcast sites have our have our show. Really impressed with how quickly you got that up on iTunes, by the way, dude. I went on my iTunes at home when I was working, and I go, Miguel said he got up on iTunes. I went and checked it out. I logged on iTunes. I just hit podcast, and there it was. Super professional. We're right at the top. It says Make It All Better. There's no other podcast called Make It All Better. Isn't that interesting? I think it's a very unique name. I think it's a great name. You And um, again, that's kudos to you, Justin. You, you had that idea, and... You butchered it a lot of times after you had the idea, and I reminded you, but yeah, you we, did have the original idea. I'm glad that you reminded me of the original <laughs> idea. <laughs> um, okay, he says, Insta is good, just checking. All right, well, if it's good for you, it's good for us. Thank you, Papa. Mm-hmm. Do we have an answer for our Ted, last name of Ted, for a John Wick print? Anyone for a John Wick print? Not yet. Someone said, though, they love the podcast so far, first time watching live. Well, it's our first time with live working. I'm glad they tuned in at the right time. <laughs> this is our first appearance on live on live Instagramming. Mm-hmm. I feel good about it, especially because we're in front of Miguel's unbelievable museum of cool. Okay, oh. have you ever seen this kind of collection we here? Have, we I if, gotta, we got to stop you. We got an answer. Ted Theodore Logan. They got it right. Yes. No. That's. No. Mm-mm. Is that right? It is right. Oh, I thought it was something. Bill oh, Bill S. Esquire the third. Yes, Bill S. Esquire, and I am Ted Theodore Logan. Logan. Okay, yep, yep, yep. And together yep. we, we are, are Wild Stallions. stallions. Here it is. There you go. I know a guy that does air piano. Does he stand up like Paul Rudd? Yeah. I'll be seeing him tomorrow for... Oh, that was good. Was that pretty good? No, in that... What was that film that he did with him? He did him? it in Friends. Paul oh, Rudd, when he was school. Phoebe's uh, boyfriend, he did air This piano. guy only does it to Barry Manilow. Okay. Do you know Barry Manilow? Of course. Okay. I don't know. Mandy. I don't want to. I'm not going to. There you go. I remember. Oh, yeah. my. Anyway, at happy hour, he'll have a couple of juicers and get popped off and snopped off. Okay. And all of a sudden, I'll just see him bring his hands up, and I go, oh. here it comes. <laughs> here comes Barry Manilow. Here comes Mandy. And he'll go. He, start, he warms it up. And But the thing is, is that if you're playing air piano, you can see this live, but you can't see this in real life, but. You don't just hit your hands like claws on a keyboard. It's like, yeah, you know yeah. the fake thing like where you go, oh, I'm just typing an email, yeah. and you do this kind of bitter batter kind of thing? Right. That's what he does for a piano. I go, that would sound awful. Yeah. At least this, you go, you're hitting something. This is actually. it up and down? Yes. This is a power chord. Yeah. You hit it. You're twisting the body. Tweak it. Yes. You know how I play guitar? Whoever had a polar mouse, Ted Theodore Logan, is the right answer. Uh, DM me your address and I will send you a John Wick print. Thank you very much. Nice Pop, job. Throwing some stickers in there is for fun too since it's our first time. Very, very cool. You better make sure that we write these down because other people might try to go in there and slide into those DMs. Well, we have this saved afterwards so we can rewatch ourselves. I was just kidding. Nobody slides into my DMs. No one? That happened one time. <laughs> <laughs> I slide into other people's DMs. Yeah. Okay, so going back, we 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 jumped around here. We hit Endgame. Endgame. Favorite moments. We I also feel hit... like I'm missing a favorite moment. I'm not gonna lie to you right now. That's what I keep thinking of. We said that uh, Iron Man. Iron Man. Cap being worthy. 
Fat Thor. How'd you feel about Fat Thor? I thought at the end he looked goofy. Yeah. I thought when he summoned all his powers, he looked like godlike again. That would have been kind of, I would have been okay with that. I, I, I was fine. The, the beard was awesome. All braided oh, up like that. That was totally so cool. Sick. Totally sick. That was really cool. Old school Nordic Viking style. Right? Yes, yes. But why not just give him a flattish stomach front? They didn't have to go and get the bulbous thing because he came around a corner in one shot and he yeah, looked, you just, he looked you see it all. comical. Yeah. Well, I think but, that's uh, what they were going for. Yeah, but it was a serious moment, though. I know. As soon as he came around the corner, I go, oh, serious dramatic moment. And there's old old Roly Poly Oli over He's here. He's going to fight Thanos? Yeah. God helps so. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, not, I mean, I, I thought Thanos. I, think, is, I get it too. There are like, a lot of people were like, well, he's representing for the dad bod and. It was cool. Yeah, it was I awesome. It. Yeah, it was fun. Like, yeah, but what would they have done but, there, though? Would they have just like, like when he transformed s- him right back uh, into how he was? Like when he summoned all the lightning and just like got... sheds a hundred pounds. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but he could have. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so I we know. have we have hammer. We have okay. by the way versus doppelganger, which is himself. What totally? What would have never happened? And I got to have to. You got to call him here again in the comic book movie. I was fine with it because I'm so happy to be watching this thing. I, I just go along with almost everything. Of course, I'm very very. So, I am too. But the Captain America scene at the end. If he would have chosen not to be Captain America when he goes back in time, and he chooses to stay with Peggy, then we wouldn't have any Captain America movies because there never would have been a Captain America in the first place. But I think they were saying that it's alternate timelines. Yeah, right. well, that's how they're going to get that's the X Men in here. Yeah, okay. You're saying it's all everything's a different timeline. Like, well, at least how I understood it, when Hulk was like, "You can't go back to the past and change your future because you've already lived your timeline. When you go back to a past, you're pretty much altering another timeline now, creating a different future for that self." Which is not what Back to the Future. None of no, and, nothing else has done that. Because as soon as you go back in the past and change something, that it's, changes the outcome. Yeah, that's why. Which is the real mind bender. It's such a risk. But they didn't risk it because they went and changed it, and the same shish happened. They're exactly. like, no, our our movies all are still there. They're just going back and creating alternate timelines. It's a branch off. It's a multiverse. Yeah. So, but another moment though, I thought I I didn't know I was gonna, you know feel so deeply for though I did enjoy how they did the Hawkeye Black Widow send off I like that they kind of fought and well not fought well they fought to save each other and what then happened there again they went to get the soul stone and they had a sacrifice and then oh of course Black Widow was like it's gonna be me Hawkeye was like no it's that was an awesome me. fight and they fought that was cool like it was just yes. a cool fight incredibly impactful emotionally mm-hmm. I think that's where you can get some tears right there uh-huh. and I think they did between them both kind of fighting to go I mean, who does that? But this never been seen before. They both wanted to sacrifice themselves. That's cool. It is impactful, especially with Hawkeye. If you saw in the beginning with his family, and he went so crazy that he would even think to go and kill himself. Yes. Was I thought it was cool. Was it was really made him a hero in my eyes because from before we saw that maybe he wasn't as much of a hero as we thought. He's around here just killing people. Yeah. Heroes don't kill. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's over here slaying. Slaying like this, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you go. Well, of course, a lot of heroes been killing now, right? But that's what made it so. Uh, you kind of got beat. You kind of weren't really too high in the, high in the hog with that guy, right? Right. So, so I thought nice. that was a great moment. I liked it. Hey man, they write. They they're doing it for a reason. Marvel's been writing them now for about ten years for a reason, doing what these you things. Think of uh, Smart Hulk, Professor Hulk. Hilarious. Great. Seen in the diner. They wanted to get pictures. Yeah. Too good. <laughs> 
I mean, and that was that was Ant Man. That was Paul Rudd playing yeah. off that. And of course, you put Paul Rudd in that scene. They probably didn't have to write anything. Guy no. just goes, "Yeah, see that camera? Don't give me a script. You roll this. Yeah, just watch me work." Mm-hmm. That's what he says. Too good. So great. Endgame was great. So I think that was good. We covered Endgame. Though overall, I give it a D. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After all that, you're like, you know what? D minus. You know what? Not that excited about it. But um, I will say we did a little uh, long in the tooth. We've said this before. And yes. it's not on air. We I didn't put it in the last podcast because it wasn't fitting. But we both agreed that I do think Infinity War is overall a better movie, much more watchable, rewatchable, rewatchable. Yes, to me, we could say that. Yes, and I, you agree. Yeah. I, when I, you brought that point up, you said it almost not immediately, but you kind of touched upon that. And I go, he's right. I would much rather turn on Infinity War and let that go yes. than Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, Endgame also, is just a long build up to that end scene. Can I talk about the – I pitched on the end title sequence yes, with a do. studio? Yes, please do, uh, which I got to see, and those are amazing, let me tell you. I loved them. Thank you, I thank you them. very much. You're you were welcome. very complimentary towards them. Uh, obviously, getting a call like that uh, is one that you need to field, and you need to work your behonkus off because I only had a week on it, maybe four days, and it was like a set budget for the pitch and gave about three different directions, and I ended up blending – Two of them, I'll be able to post these. Well, Marvel says I'll never be able to post them. It's like their new law or really? something with any work that doesn't get chosen. Yeah. Um, I, that might even be NDA. Might need to cut that out. I don't think it should. That's whatever. Anyway, I think about when it comes out on DVD, I'll post them. And I think that's totally fair. Nobody cares. Nobody right. just wants anybody to steal my th- th- thunder or whatever. Right, right, right. Not that you could because the movie comes out and does a gajillion space bucks like I we know. talked about. Yeah. Anyway, the... Interesting when you pitch something and it does not get chosen, but then you see it pop up in the end titles of the actual film and the big, biggest film of all time. So is Justin a little salty? Justin might be slightly salty. A little bit? A little bit. I understand. Salt banish. A little salty there because we came up with the signature. Signature was our idea. Please elaborate. Uh, you guys, if you've seen the end of the film, the end title sequence goes through uh, a few cards that just highlight the secondary cast. Yes. And then it gets to the Awards. primary. Yes. Very like in memoriam. Yes. Uh, very, very uh, epic stoic. And overall, I think the tone really fit the end of the film. I think the right. direction that I pitched was too colorful in hindsight, but I, enjoyed I don't get to see the film. I mean, I don't even know if I should say I saw them. No, dude. I, you, okay. you really, yeah, you really like them. You like how colorful they were. They're bo- okay, big and bold. Um, we are being told that the directors said that they were visually arresting. So that's very good. I guess they were thinking it might steal the show or steal some of the show from the movie that everyone just watched because it was like a whole other fun eye candy thing to, to look at. Well, what you want to do, if, if, if I put myself in the, in the position of a fan, which I'm a fan. First and foremost, designer as well. Well, a designer probably first uh, nowadays, but right, right. a fan from back in the day. Obviously, been reading comic books since I was a kid. But in, I was trying to figure out how to tie comic books in with this narrative. But we were told that using comic book imagery was a no go. Right. Which they keep which those separate now with the totally, cinematic universe and comic book universe. Totally separate. Yeah. So I'm happy that we got the, the end titles for Thor: The Dark World the way we did because they were very graphic and very illustrative. And I haven't seen one done in the MCU like that since. Where it was just super, super illustrative and, and painterly. Everybody watching right now and, and listening in on the podcast, if you don't know, I'm sure you do though. 
Justin did the end credits for Thor The Dark World, which are some of my favorites to date. Not just saying that because he's my buddy. Um, they are the ones that look kind of like paintings that come alive, if you will. Is that a good description mm-hmm. I, I like to say? Mm-hmm. And also, if you listen to our previous podcast, you can even hear what Chris Hemsworth himself said about those end credits, which a little spoiler is he really liked them. He said they're effing awesome, mate. That's right. When I met him at Whole Foods. Anywho. Thanks you, very much for saying that, dude. You, you, uh, you didn't need to say, out. yeah, you didn't need to say that at all. It's very, very kind. Uh, obviously, getting that, but I wanted was, to, a dream come true. I wanted to build that uh, picture for everyone. But so, so as we're pitching, and I was obviously not getting this and getting the phone call that day that said that they pitched and they did not get that gig, and we were close but on a cigar. You talk about getting a punch in the old gut. But then I also always look on the other side of it, saying, "Well, dude, you're getting a phone call to to pitch on the biggest films of all time." All so, time. So, obviously, I sound like I'm complaining. I'm not. I'm very, very blessed and honored for that. Anywho, I'm pissed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anywho. No, no. no, but we did. We So, if you watch Endgame, you see that by the time they get to the primary actors, the, the <laughs> Ruffalo, Evans, yes. Johansson, Scar- yes. uh, Evans, and then, of course, uh, uh, Downey Jr., RDJ, Renner, RDJ. They have their signature builds on the screen first and foremost, and then it pulls back from the signature Signature, close to camera, pulls back as we reveal a silhouette of the figure. It's not stylized. It's a photo of the figure of them. Uh, looks like it's kind of darkened around the edges to kind of make it more atmospheric yeah, and yeah, dramatic. Yeah. And then behind that, in the depth of field thing, is happening a kind of their hero moment shot, like just footage of them. But the signature brings them on, and then their name comes up in typography, like a, ser- a serif font comes up to the side of the signature. Well, in our, in our concept we pitched, we pitched the signature idea. And it was one that my buddy, as I was talking with my buddy Mike about things, he actually was the one that suggested. And so I got to give all the props to Mike on that. So when we went to see the movie, I tell him, as we're going to see the movie, I go, hey, dude, just so you know, they didn't you. <laughs> Who knows? The other, the other direction might have been pitched with a signature. Yeah. It's not the most... It's not the uh, most. It's not the newest concept in the world. Obviously, they've done it in films in the past. Star Trek, right? But Star Trek VI had done it for Shatner... And Spock and all those guys because it was our sign-off film. Right. Um, but I added it into our ours, and anyway, there's the signatures. Yeah. So yeah. it is what it is. It's be cool because uh, I can't wait to post those because it looks like I had more of a effect I on the titles, I mean, I and which is good for marketing and good for business. You know, but being Klaus, uh, I run it just like your own independent you know studio. You run it yourself. Yep. You know, I field the emails. I now have an agent or and a you know a rep, but. It's all me, so I always got to worry about marketing down the road, getting as many people looking at our stuff as possible, and making sure to keep it, keep running, and keep working. You know? at, and for everyone listening in that doesn't know, you could see your website right now at cloudstudios.com. Cloudstudios.com. That's it. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, cloudstudios.com. C L A U S studios.com. So that was my story with Endgame. Uh, we both obviously loved it. Uh, we wanted to talk a little bit. We talked about John Wick. Okay, I have something else now. Oh, you said Endgame. Here's mine. Yeah. I want to talk about it. Cobra Kai. This, this so, I want to talk about Cobra Kai. It doesn't have to be long, but I want to talk about it because I grew up a huge Karate Kid fan, and I think it's so brilliant how they flip the scripts pretty much now. And I'm I'm pretty. I'll say it. I'm rooting most of the time for John. They did their job. The writers okay. did their job. Okay. Are you? Oh, dude, for sure. Like I honestly don't care that much about Daniel and like Miyagi Do. Really. It's it's <laughs> well, you can just. It's tough to get behind. The vanilla ice cream. 
isn't it? Yeah, I'm not a fan it's just, of the, the the hero kid. I told you this before. Him and his actor, you're, you're not the biggest fan of him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of him, and it's nothing against him, but I just feel like he doesn't give me the come off as that vibe of like you want to root for him. Yeah, uh, you might be kind of a Brink, that old Disney rollerblading movie. You know, <clears throat> I love rollerblading. Brink? You never saw Brink? Viewers out there, if anyone has seen Brink, no, let dude, me know. First of all. It's not that old. It was a Disney. It was a Disney. It's not that old. Yeah, it's it was like a Disney it's, movie. Yeah, early nineties. Like, er, no, it's like, like late nineties. It's like Holes late with 90s. Shia LaBeouf's. No, it's a little old Knowles. No, <laughs> no, not Brink. Brink was. It was like before no. Johnny Tsunami. Huh? Tommy Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. No, it was, it was like you're, making, Disney you're just making up words. No, now. no, no. But anyways, Johnny Lawrence. I'm a fan of uh, the new Cobra Kai. Here's a, and I liked, here's I, a, I liked when Miguel was like the hero and then they turned him to the villain and now he's kind of like riding the fence on both sides. Right? Phenomenal fight at the end of first season y- yes. in the high school. Yeah. Sick. By the way, with my YouTube subscription, I told you what I did. I subscribed to YouTube TV for one day, watched the entire season, canceled my subscription. <laughs> That's what I did on the first season too. Did you? <laughs> I still That's have forty nine ninety nine. Like, yeah. What do they think we're doing? Yeah. It's like I could deal with the ads. Before the movie, before the YouTube videos, dude, forty nine ninety nine. I got rid of cable because it was that much. What are they doing? Anyway, I know what I did to them. I told them to shut up. Cancel. So, you say Brink is a. We're gonna go right back to Cobra Kai, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> but you say Brink is old school. No, Rad no, is old school. Rad is old school, of course. But Brink is like Brink is old. That's not even gleaming the cube. No, it's it's older. It's not super old school. Nah, it's no Johnny Tsunami. That's for sure. <laughs> what? Okay. I'll talk to you right now about Cobra Kai from my perspective as please well. Please do, please do, because I'd love to hear. Obviously, the whole thing where Johnny Lawrence was actually the Karate Kid, where he got uh, mm-hmm. unfairly treated from a new kid in town, comes <laughs> in, always punching and fighting, steals his girlfriend, kicks him illegally in the face, yeah, and uh, you know, and he's actually abused by an abusive teacher. Can't get away from it. We've seen it a thousand times. Had a hard life. Yeah. So, <laughs> hard life. Seen it a thousand times. Really? Where did? <laughs> What karate dojo did you grow up going to? This is just Dr. like DuckTales. Yeah, yeah, just like yeah, it's just like Scrooge McDuck. Always mean to the kids. Old Scrooge makes them, McDuck. Makes yeah. them go dive into coins. Yeah. Play with each other. All so, that stuff. Okay, so here we go. This is why I'm upset with this. Cobra Kai. No, this is why I like... I'm right there with you with Johnny is way more likable... Yes, now. ...than, than, than, uh, than LaRusso. Is it because he's an underdog? Now, I do like LaRusso's wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's oh, so she's a babe? stone stone cold babe. Babe, yeah, babe out, McGabe out. Babe out. Okay, um, continue. But, Miguel's cool. Miguel was cool, right? Miguel's cool, like Miguel's mom. Babe, babe, right. super babe. Right, we know a lot that. Of babes in the show. Johnny's a babe. I love. Like, I laughed out loud. Dana's kind of really a babe. Speaking of spoilers, me looking at you, I wasn't even to huh? this episode yet, and Justin texted me a spoiler. Dude, I wasn't to the episode yet. No, oh, no, 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 no. I've seen it now. But before I wasn't to the episode, and you're like Johnny Lawrence just googled. Hot babes. <laughs> and I now that was the best. I hadn't been there yet, but I was laughing already. But then I got to the scene, it was still just as funny. But that was so great that yeah. when he first got internet, the first thing Johnny Lawrence wants to search is hot babes. Hot babes. <laughs> first was first was bikini contest. Okay. Wet bikini contest, yeah. which is just like puts you right in the mindset of this guy. Uh, so likable. Um <laughs> Best actor in the world? I want to give him that. No. I want to give him that. I mean, but they but he's, been. it's serviceable. He does what he needs to do, and when he does his thing, when he yells at the kids and does his, like, Sensitive. look at this, look at this pussy. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. I don't want to say that. I'm like, I don't like the word. Okay. I'd bleep we'll, that out. We'll bleep it out. Look at this wussy. There you go. Okay. When you, what, you know? That um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never able to guess what I was trying to say. So, <laughs> uh, when he does that, too good. Oh, he's too good. good. Uh, you know, Crease I... still great as Crease. Crease is the only... That's his. That's who he is. That's, I think. That's, <laughs> yeah, it must be... We saw him at WonderCon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw him at WonderCon. He was near a trash can with his son. His son's about six foot seven. Guy's massive, and uh, they both have their Cobra Kai shirts on. I love that Crease is an actor. What is his name? Martin, uh, yeah, Martin, sure Martin Short. No, it's not Martin. Oh, it's not Martin Short. That's right. It's not Martin Short. My bad. Let's get this too confused. Martin Kaiser. Kaiser. I can't remember. His God name. dog it. Anyway. Blanket. If by the, by the way, by the way, we should not, we shouldn't be upset with ourselves for not knowing his name. Yeah, he hasn't been, in, he hasn't been in shows in like 25 years. Yeah, yeah. 30 years. Um, 35 years. Um, possibly 40. Possibly. No. Possibly well, from 30. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's been a long time. What was I going to say? Oh, I know. Song about WonderCon and then Cobra Kai. What else do you enjoy about him? No, no. Uh, I was, I was going to mention that it. I heard that Daniel LaRusso, Ralph Macchio, he had to be talked into this a little bit. He had to be sold on it, right? Because they didn't get the first green light from YouTube TV. That they had YouTube TV in their back pocket. I heard, or I even read, that they were going to all the bigger Netflix probably. They kept getting shut down by Amazon, Netflix. They're going to Hulu's, right. HBO's. They're going to all these guys first. YouTube TV was in the, in, in the hip. Okay. So I think Ralph did not want to dip down what he maybe perceived because it, it wasn't established yet. It's still not established. Well, no, YouTube they're, they're TV's really still not the established. Only one. I feel like they're the only one that's really doing good for it. That's like a series, YouTube TV. Really? The Cobra Kai. I don't know. I don't watch any others. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. It's their it's their best it's their it's, it's their most view, it's their most viewed show. Has to be. No. Like sixty million. Oh, views. it kill, it kills on YouTube TV. Right. But I also think it's it's maybe they're just kind of like the equal status of where they should be, like Cobra Kai. Like it's not, it's not. I don't want to say it's like not the utmost quality. You know what I'm saying? But right. it's not like they're dumping millions into this show. Right. 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 You know, it's not like this one I heard to watch called Chernobyl. I, I heard Chernobyl is phenomenal. I don't know what that Phenomable. is. Phenomenal. Oh. Chernobyl. Phenomenal. I, I, well, it's going to be good, first of all. Okay. It's, it's about the radiation spill. The, I guess the power plant blew up in Chernobyl. So we're going to figure that out. <laughs> is it called Chernobyl? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the name. <laughs> okay. Sure. I wish I knew more about the show. Anywho. Okay. It's not like they're dumping that much into it. Right. So it's almost like they're, it's a match made in heaven for the two of them together. Right. Uh, I'll be on board for season three. Sounds like you will too. I will be. I hope. I, I'm hearing that. They're getting Elizabeth's shoe, or they're asking her. Well, dude, that's what, spoiler alert, that's what they teased to with that phone at the end. Which is kind of a weird thing to end on. Like, hey, even though he's at rock she's bottom, sick. he still gets babe. Yeah. Hey, don't worry, life's not that bad. You're about to get a babe. Yeah. Isn't that kind of weird? It's like, or even it's, even it's when like, you've hit rock bottom, drunk, no job, old, old master beats you up. Like, old master abuses you, takes, takes your, your career. Promise, yeah, takes your career. Takes that your was, dojo. That was great. Takes your that. kids. That was great. Phenomenal. He creased, took over to Cobra Kai. But with, oh, spoiler. When all is lost, you're your wit's end. Allie. Guess what? You can always get a smile when the babe texts you. <laughs> but he didn't see I mean, it. He didn't see on. it. Come on. It's he just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, so I, guess I was just going to say. Him, you know what it does? It gives him four, four letters. Rhymes with Pope. <laughs> gives him hope. That's all you need in life. And he could cope. That 
Maybe with, went home and watched some soap. You know, write me a poem. Easy. <laughs> Gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? So here's the thing. Um, Daniel, it was so special back in the day with the, I feel like, Mr. Miyagi teaching Daniel. Daniel trying to teach Mr. Miyagi's lessons doesn't have the same magic, I feel mm. like. Mm. Do you agree? And I don't mm-hmm. really care for... It was so special with Daniel, who was this goofy kid that you didn't really see looking too brave or even athletic. And then he becomes this martial artist and beats Cobra Kai in the Karate Kid 1 and then goes to Japan in Karate Kid 2 and then comes back and beats Cobra Kai again in Karate Kid 3. It was just like underdog. Now I feel like Daniel grew up with all this confidence now because of that. And he doesn't seem too likable in the sense of like, teaching Mr. Miyagi's katas. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just feel like he's not as likable anymore. I can't pinpoint. Well, it's the Save the Cat thing. The book called Save the Cat talks about writing screenplays where you have to do something in the beginning of your story that's as uh, impactful or, or, or as simple as somebody literally saving the cat to make you cheer for him and root for him. Right. You know? So that's what you do in the beginning of any film to get you on board with the protagonist. Happy Gilmore, I mean, Happy Gilmore is no, no reason to go quote any kind of screenplay writing class, but people always get dumped in the beginning of films, right? They're always at their wit's end. They get fired in the beginning of films. Yes. Hakuna Matata, baby. Mm-hmm. Lion King, he gets exiled. Yeah. You already liked him in the beginning. That's actually probably midway through. But you're right. There's nothing to, he already has a car dealership. Yeah. He's got the so babe he wife. He's got a family. He's, he's, nice got the, family. he's got the two kids. By the way, the one kid is just always on the video game all the time. Yeah. Who's that kid? Wasted. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I should be that kid. You need extra? Oh, yeah, I'll show up. Oh, hey, Dad. Whoa, you look a little different. I'm like, oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you've got like Game Boy going. I'm like, at least don't even, at least get a Switch. It looks yeah. like it's a Game Boy. It's, like, it's a Game Gear. He's playing Karate Kid, the original. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Dad, this looks pretty familiar. He's like, what? So when you're talking about like, you did, his 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 actual arc, his character arc. He's he's kind of just like bobbing up and down in like good guyville, you know. It's like he just had shades of being slightly less good. Right, right, right. You know, he's like, oh, he called him out in that YouTube ad. He goes, hey, that those snakes in oh, the yeah. grass, and that like triggered everybody at Cobra Kai, or, yeah. it, or it gave it gave Sensei Crease like reason, and that hawk dude getting reason like to come at him, right? Right, right. But. You know, it's kind of a tough character to play. Kind of feel for not. I don't feel for the, for the guys. They're fine, but it when you don't have that much leeway, doesn't it feel like he's just kind of bobbing up and down? And it's like, oh, Daniel, be nice to him. I like the Mexican restaurant scene. Really good. That was a great scene episode. Let me tell Johnny, you, Johnny everyone, goes, if the video stops from going live, we will get back in because we're going to continue our podcast. So if you get kicked out, we will go live again momentarily because the hour's almost up. After an hour, you get it's done. Oh, really? Yeah, for live. Oh, it's going to be done then. We but, just spoke for an hour. Yeah. Also, um, if you're just tuning in, we w- we're going to have some more trivia questions soon to get one of Justin's Target Marvel blankets you can get free or John Wick print from me. So hang out. Do we have another question? We've been a while. Well, we didn't answer the question for the Deadpool suit for the oh, test nobody... that was leaked. The footage that was leaked online by Blur That's Studios right. leaked and that got greenlit the Deadpool film. Who was in the suit playing that? Motion capture. So when he's sitting at the freeway. Yes, because that was not an actor in the red suit. They didn't have the suit yet made. That was all CG. So it was motion capture. Who Do the was folks that? know at home what motion capture is? They know. They know what mocap is, right? I don't know. Well, you knew what mocap was. I don't know. I, I guess I would. But who was it? Who was in the dead? Who was in the Deadpool suit? Can we say now? 
We're going to wait. For a blanket, for the a answer blanket. is? We're going to wait. We got, for you, oh, here we go. Okay, I want, <laughs> old Dexter wants to guess, but he already won one. He can, De- he Dexter, can you can guess, but if it's right, we're not going to read it out loud. <laughs> Come on, what is this, Jeopardy 500? You're, 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 yeah. you're destroying. Yeah, what, go, let's see. go ahead, we'll go ahead. I think I know. Well, tell us, Dexter. Come on, we're on pins and needs here, bro. Well, wait a minute. If he does tell us, and someone else sees, they'll know the right answer. But Uh-oh. you can still tell us. Oh, we'll because see. they can all Everyone see this. Everyone can see this. Holy moly. Thing. Yeah, and now I'm really freaked out. Um, it's all right. Papa, can you hear this? So, <laughs> any guesses? Any guesses? Wait. Going once? Oh, he, he, he guessed. Going twice? I'm not going to read that out loud. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. Yeah. They're back. They're back. We got two back on here. Three, four people back. Okay, uh, so we got the questions going on. Mine now, we're watching here. Um, two things. We're not going to keep you all night here. We know you guys got stuff to do, and we got stuff to do as well, but yeah. we wanted to make sure that we talked about a couple more things. Okay, the answer to that one was, I'm not going to delay this any longer. I was in the suit. I was mo-capping as Deadpool. So you're talking, the reason I brought that up, you are talking about your boy Gigi, and yeah. you know what? Guess what? Oh, it was great. I got to do it too. Great segue to bring so, so Papa got to do it too. So whoever guessed, I don't even know if anybody guessed me. Whatever. We'll give this away to somebody anyway, whoever wants it. These are available right now at Target.com and Targets Nationwide. Uh, I got a plug. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a plugger. It's great. I'm a butt plugger. There you go. I got mine. Whoa, whoa. Excuse I took me? a turn real quick. I also, we were speaking of Cobra Kai. I wanted to share this book I recently picked up. Uh, I will tag her later when I can on um, our podcast, but it's illustrated by... Kim Smith, and this book is The Karate Kid, but it's like kind of almost like in little golden book style, but her illustrations are a lot of fun. Gorgeous. Yeah, and she um, tells a simplified story of The Karate Kid and really yeah, captures well a lot of cool character designs of how everyone looks. Um, it's a lot of fun. So It's really designed well, too. I love how they have a splash that's full frame. And then they go to a page that has a white background with more vignette stuff. Yeah. Um, Because a lot of time when you're designing children's books, you don't want to go full full bleed on all the pages and not do too many spreads. Versus these little these little poignant moments here, where you can get through a lot more like exposition. It looks like that's phenomenal. Okay, I like that. And and the fact that you tied this in with your Cobra Kai was pretty nice. Now I feel like I'm really behind. I you could tell that I've like seasoned all my deliveries, right? Yeah, well, like I, I think ahead before the podcasts. See the way he looks at me. <laughs> See the way he looks at me just now. <laughs> Listen, like, I was up all night trying to come up with material for this thing. <laughs> you, were, you were in the mirror last night, like <laughs> you were in the mirror last night, like is it Ted Theodore Logan or is it? No, is it? Hey guys, would you like a free blanket? No, dang, that's not right, guys. I have these blankets. Ah, no, man, just. Just you go on, man. Just abuse, just Keen, pure abuse. Seen and put. Oh my God, roasted, roasted. Just Justin. I know, man. <laughs> what the heck, bro? Dying up here. What the? Someone Dude, yeah, I'm okay. getting killed. Um, wow, just just annihilation here. Has everyone seen our portraits done here by Justin Harder? If you couldn't tell by these, these are actually these could be photographs. They're so perfect so lifelike yeah so lifelike especially the long nose on justin i made it just long enough to make it look nothing like me um you guys like those drawings too bad i'm not giving those away for free sorry so those are mine mine. are you gonna keep those by the way one quick other little side note here before we get back into the uh the good stuff here yeah uh miguel wilson has made his bathroom all better okay he's got a guest bath here it's like you're going into pirates of the caribbean ride all right he's got the song playing 
comes out of a squirt bottle. He's got five different posters. He's got original artwork up in there. Captain Jack Sparrow. He's got the original guys right there trying to give the uh, the key from the dog, you know, trying to get that key from the dog. He doesn't have my Deadpool uh, and, and Pirates of the Caribbean shot in there. A little hurt. A little hurt. <laughs> but then he's got a little treasure chest in the corner with a skull. Not kidding. Then he has keys. These keys you can buy at Disneyland. Yeah. These longer keys. I've never seen them before. This man has stuff I haven't even seen before. It's impressive. Anyway... Uh, I wanted to plug it because you plugged my Thor: The Dark World. I'm gonna plug your bathroom. So that's thanks, how it goes. Yeah, perfect. that's a, that's a, kind of the equivalent. Well, you know, I'm, to I'm me, the I'm a designer I'm, in the future. So <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Don't let me go back to the dancing video you showed me. I don't want to talk about it. Oh my gosh. So here's the thing. Um, I felt like I wanted my guest bathroom and uh, living room area to just to be pure inspiration. So when I come, obviously, I work from home studio as well. So when I get up to walk to the kitchen or, you know, even use the restroom. I always want to just be surrounded by things that inspire me. All right. Uh, do, do you think that it's, um, this is getting to some serious stuff here, but That's do dope. you think how, how important is it to have an environment around you that you feel comfortable in to be able to create? I know that I went to a studio last week. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't get to, I don't know if we talked, did we talk about we it? We talked about it briefly that you were doing, uh, some of your stylized squints-like characters for a, possibly a big shoe company uh, you're pitching. Now, now I can say it because they didn't get it because I guess Nike backed out on the thing. Whoa! But anyway, they, they didn't want to do any of it. Hopefully it wasn't after they saw my drawings. They go, whoa, we thought it was a good idea, but not so much anymore. <laughs> the reason I bring it up is that I was under the gun at a place where I didn't feel so, so comfortable because right. you have a tinier... I, I, I draw on a Wacom pad, a smaller one, Wacom, Wacom, Wacom. I always say, say Wacom and then people get mad and say it's Wacom. Like and I go the I, and I go inverse of that, and they yeah. get mad at me, and they say it's Wacom, and I go, it's a terrible name. It's a terrible <laughs> name. Who named Wacom Wacom? It's, a, it's yeah. yeah, it's either way. You sound it's kind of goofy. Okay, but go. Um, but so when was you're there nothing about, in your cubicle, or what were you? No, they, well, this place is pretty sick. It's a massive factory. You got ninety thousand square feet okay. in downtown LA. These factories are all joined together. It's super sick in there, and totally what you would want to have as an artist. I mean. Every, every guy there had a tattoo of some sort on a different part of their body. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, were they giving them out like when you walk in the door? Or oh, okay. I need to look artsier. Yeah. So anyway, everyone I had felt, handlebar mustache. But I got, I had some sick ass kicks, kicks on. Sure son. Yep. The reason I bring it up is that you're talking about how aesthetically you need an environment where you feel like you can create it. Yeah. If you feel like your stuff is out of whack, out of line here, you're not going to be able in the same mindset as if you had a clean place where you can focus and get the clutter out of your life right if i've got clutter oh. i can't concentrate the designs are going out the window time is ticking yes that's how i'm I on feel. deadlines that's exactly how i feel i always grew up i feel like our my household when i was young my um well my sister and i helped with chores but i can't take all credit my mom always kept the house really nice too clean my dad didn't do much but he killed it at yard work so shout him out for that <laughs> but like um I grew up in a house that was always pretty clean. So like even doing homework or, you know, studying or drawing, it was always relaxing to know you kind of, you're in a cleaner environment, clean environment. When I saw clutter, stuff everywhere, even my room, I always kept growing up pretty organized and put stuff where I wanted it to be. And I do feel like that keeps my mind more at ease and it helps me free my mind to, to create more when I'm in a space where I feel like, oh, cool, all this neat stuff's around me, everything's really organized, everything's neat and tidy, where I like it, where I want it. It, it helps me. Now, was your sister older or younger? She's older. Older. Would she go and mess your stuff up? No. 
Really? My sister and I are a rare case of like, we grew up best friends. We didn't really fight much. Uh, obviously, that's why I'm into a lot of more of the retro and like 80s stuff. Because, you know, I was born mid 80s. So, um, you know, I only caught the very tail end of it, a lot of the 80s, you know, stuff growing up. But my sister, who was uh, older than me, she introduced me to a lot of cool movies, cool music that I probably wouldn't have listened to if I didn't have any older siblings. Yeah. Yeah. If you were mid eighties, then you probably didn't. Yeah. But it was, it was still going strong into the early nineties. Yeah, of course. Like I can remember seeing like, um, 89 Batman going as a kid, you know, and stuff like that. Like, man, that did was you go to the time. theater? Yeah. You were four then. Yeah. I went to theater for Batman and Batman returns. I think that's why Keaton is and will always be my favorite Batman. Yeah. Well, that was so impressive. That poster is still one of the most iconic posters. Here's me talking about design again, but oh, this, that, is, this that, is what we're here for. To that, make it better. That poster, no type on it, no Batman. Didn't say Batman on that poster. You remember the poster? Just the dang bat symbol. And it was cropped. Yeah. And it was cropped. Yes. Which, you know, that was different too. Yeah. You different. don't crop a logo, right? People don't crop logos. Mm-hmm. Batman said, "We're going to do a nice shiny version of it here." Gold with some highlights, and we're going to crop it off both sides. Still one of the sickest. It didn't. I don't even think. The chat can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I don't think that it even had a date. I think it might just had Warner Brothers at the bottom somewhere. Of course, I had to put it. I think Warner it Brothers said. Film. Um, I think it just had a season. Fall. Like, yeah, something like that. Uh, but, I think Batman '89 changed everything for everybody. Hello uh, to but, everyone. We're getting a lot of waves. So hello. Oh, to hi guys. Yeah. I, I, I would say that. Yeah, Keaton's the man, but there are some scenes in that now. You go back and watch where they, they do a wide shot of Keaton in that costume. It's kind of laughable because he got the cow. So he turns to look yeah. at you and he goes, Yeah, whole body has to move. Hey, also, come here. Criminals, make sure to stay right in front of me. Yeah. If also, not, I'm screwed. Also, you know? the cow is like, uh, if I was a caricature of Keaton in Batman Returns, I would make the head and cow like the same width as his body. So big, dude. <laughs> so big. First of all, I, I, when I was standing up next to him, he's five, seven, eight. Yeah, maybe? I yeah, probably. And then, but he's still Batman. I mean, look at this guy. You see, they yeah, well, they corrected some things here to make him look extra cool. <laughs> if this is my Squints version, he'd look really sick, but it's not. Okay, so if this was actually the figure, just a little bit probably bigger on the on the cow, but <laughs> right, right, he's a little bit bigger on the cow. But yeah, they had this logo right here on the poster cropped. Man, you know oh man, he's so sick. I, I love the logo, and I do remember Can the I poster. Can I touch this or no? Yeah, and I do remember the poster, but I'll say this. My mom, since I was a kid, she always told me she thought it looked like teeth. Have you heard that? You that, look like who? No, that the logo looked like teeth. Can you see that? No, I can't. You can't see it, huh? People think it looks like teeth. The Batman logo looks like teeth. Yes. Has anyone else heard that? I yeah. mean, we all know what the Batman logo. What am I? Hey, I'm putting this in front of the microphone. You're putting this wow. in front of the microphone right now. Justin. We need to eat. <laughs> Papa, needs a, Papa needs a burger. Um, it looks like teeth. I kind of see it. Well, that's what my mom would say. So yeah, I guess you know they like to say that different strokes for different folks. There it this is. This is kind of strange, though. I would like to call whoever made this out. Different Papa logo was... on his chest and on the. That's true. That's weird. Yo, they screwed up, dude. They did. This should be this logo. It should be that. That's the logo. Yeah. Way, Way too, too many points. Wow! They didn't even look at it. Yo, dude, this is this is garbage. What if I dropped it right there? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Threw it over your shoulder. Gosh dang it. That is weird. Where'd you get that? It's a Hot Toys figure. It's from 
Is that a legit company? Yeah, they're a legit company. Because my buddy licenses. kind of talked about my buddy buying some fake diesel jeans back in the day. He bought them from China. Oh, yeah. They make they bootleg it. He, but he never told me they were fake. He tried to pass them off as real jeans, real diesels back in the day. And he goes, hey, check out my diesies. I go, why do they have Lucky Charms in the back pocket? No. He goes, no, man, that's, they're real. It's a new style. I go, that's not a new style. Those are Lucky Charms they sewed in there. I go, I don't think the diesel promotes Lucky Charms on butt pockets. And he goes... Listen, man, they are. I go. I'm not going to fight you here. By the way, I saw the ba- I saw the package they came in. It was, it well, was a brown went, paper bag wrapped up with broken tape. And- I went to Hong Kong about a year ago, and um, went to the toy market. And you'd be surprised. I mean, I saw probably more than fifty percent of the stuff in the toy market was all ripped fake, like bootleg type stuff. Mm-hmm. Some people collect bootlegs too. Well, I heard from the Slobby's World thing on Netflix. Right. Have you seen that? Slobby's Robbie's or whatever. He's a guy that has like a vintage retro store out in Phoenix. Yeah. Or in Tucson or something. Yeah. <laughs> he says bootleg is not bootleg. Keenan has a question for you. Why did he call him DZs? <laughs> okay, so why did he call him DZs? Pretty sweet name, right? Uh, me and my buddy's kind of a shorthand for things. We have shorthand words. You've heard this before. You've heard, uh, you have shorthand words with your friends. You know, everybody kind of shortens things down. So, we did that with, I, I uh, his, by the way, his name is Shelton Seacack. I'll probably tag him on here, but he also came up with, instead of a Braveheart, he called it Bravey. He, so he goes, hey, man, you like Bravey? I go, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> and then he called Saving Private Ryan Privey. So, <laughs> that's, that's, a little, that's a hard reach for short uh, that's a, <laughs> that's like, a real. What? That's a real epic reach out. Yeah. yeah. But me and my little brother do that too. too. John Wayne also does this as well, John Boy. So. We, we have like a kind of a, I don't know, it's almost like when, with your friends, you try to get them to crack, you know, so you come up with new slang out. I know when I was You kind of the, bang out. Oh, so we had this other thing called yeah. banging crangers. So if you guys have a good hang down, I don't want to give all my secrets away, but if you have a good hang down with your friends, good hang sesh, mish, we call, I, I came up with the term crang, crang sesh, because if you have a good hang crang, then that means you're this guy and you're the four turtles and you defeat crang. And that's how you have a good crang. You go, we go. Hey, we heard Krang's gonna get. He's gonna come at us next week. Should we get together and take him down? We go. Oh hell yeah! Oh. <laughs> so you just get together with buddies, and you don't even mention Krang. This by the way, so you just good. talk. You just talk normally. Yeah. And then afterward, you go. Great Krang such last night. Last night he'll never show up again. Until next time. We go. Well, we got him next time too. You know. So there's a tie back. There's a there throwback. Yeah. That's great. So I this hope, is a good Krang. I hope to be in there one day. Take down Krang. We, we all have hopes in life. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, is anybody else asking questions? We'll get the DZ. Bigger question. Oh, that was it. Okay. It. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Keenan. Thank you, Keenan. Keenan, your dance moves look pretty good compared to me. Decent. <laughs> Miguel, that was your teacher, I can tell. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about things people can't see. Right. What was the next topic of conversation? I had one. Go ahead. Um, we did in game, we did Kobe Kai. And do we want to go into tip of the days? Do we have tip of the days? I do have one tip. I'm not going to go to Negativeville, but I posted something oh, on my Instagram stories. I did a little typewriter thing where I was kind of uh, – yesterday I had an interesting encounter with a couple of people, and they looked at my – you know you always exchange Instagram stuff with people now, like say your first thing before you get a card. I mean Anyways, that's, that's this, what it is now. This individual, this, this individual she, she goes, before like even what's your name or whatever, it's like, what do you do? Oh, it's like, welcome to L.A. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Well, you know, I um. I'm like, what do I'm you like, do? Shut up. Social media. Anyway, it got me kind of ruffled. 
Okay. It's fine. I didn't get ruffled. I was fine. I could have been ruffled, but I go. You were a little ruffled. You posted on your stories. No, no. But here's what happened next. I got salty next. Okay, go ahead. I get salty pretty easy sometimes. I've been trying to take deeper breaths, but it's been difficult. Salt. So anyway, I said what I did. I go, I draw on, I draw on a design for films and commercials, this kind of thing. Yeah. But the fact that you have to go and say that before anything else in your life, like you are what you do. Yeah, I can't uh, say no, that. I don't like it. I've never asked anybody what they do Well, I'm going to stop you right there because I, couldn't, I can't stand that. Especially That used to happen with dance. That used to happen in sports growing up. And, and even art now is like once people find out a certain talent you have or the skill set or what you do, they treat you differently instead of like, how about just get to know me first. Mm-hmm. See if you mm-hmm. like me as a decent human being. Mm-hmm. being you know, that, it's crazy. Right there with you, and uh, that's how they looked at me at my previous job. That's a Photoshop guy early on, because I came in after school, and I think that they just thought that I was, you know, even an illustrator designer. But I never got, I never get to keep going. They say, think of you in one way. It's very difficult to break that assumption right. and to move out of there unless you leave and get it and make it yourself. Right. So, I told him what I did, and then she goes, "Oh, you have an Instagram?" I go, "I have. You got to have one of these." Yeah. So I pulled it up. You go, I, and, I might have one. And she said, "Oh, you're a digital artist." Hmm. Huh? Yeah. What? What, what, so what did you say to that? <laughs> I go, that's right. I can't make any art unless it's on the computer because I have no idea how to use a pencil or paintbrushes. Please help me. Anyway, I got a little, I was fine. I always, I'm just like, well, I mean, it's a tool and I use it as well as, I mean, that's, well, I, go, I go, that's the final output of all the files I send out to my customers, my clients. They are digital. It's going to go on a TV show. By the way, When's the last time, even even if you're doing stop motion animation, you are making it digital by filming it and bringing it into software that can color correct. Right, but it's not thing. like anybody's making. Say it though. Was she like, "Oh, bingo, you're a digital artist," or was it like, "Oh, you're a digital artist"? No, the first one. Okay, just make. I sure. liked your delivery on the first one, sir. Take okay. one. Okay, Take one. Thank you. Um, so it was like that, and I go, oh, "That's kind of a weird, like notion sometimes with you know that." So uh, I I didn't mean to. S- so that's what I wanted to say in my Instagram stories that you sometimes have preconceived notions with anything. And I feel like I have to, by the way, I, I don't even think I'm a digital artist ever. That's why I was trying to say that you're a designer, you're an illustrator, you're an artist first. You're right. a thinker and a problem solver. Right. If Papa needs to use the computes to go and bang out a sweet sesh for somebody, I'm going to do that. Right. If we have to address the problem from a different perspective, we can do that too. Mm-hmm. So a lot of stuff in Thor the Dark World was painted by hand, scanned in, and then transferred and translated into brushes. Right. Because those had to be animated by an animator that's going to animate digitally in After Effects or Cinema 4D. Or, I mean, or in Maya. Uh, right. So that's where we're at. And then the camera moves on and stuff. So, um, I don't know. It's almost like you just want to uh, uh, curb some of the uh, that kind of... No, those notions where somebody yeah, goes, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I've heard that before. So, that's all I wrote right there. No, no, but no, I got a lot of people, got, a lot of people were clapping and a lot of people said for me to preach. And I go, oh boy, I'm the soapbox guy now. I didn't want to be that. But they go, preach on, bro. Yeah. We hear you. And I'm like, they're like, when's your next session? But I go, Help I go, us. I go, that was like a fart in the breeze. I barely even got after it. <laughs> like, you guys don't even know what it is to preach. I mean, you're I'm like, like, that was just a little infomercial, quick one. That, that was wasn't a, your uh, full-blown hurricane. Rocky like a, juicy like a hurricane. No, that wasn't a crocky like a hurricane for sure. Right. That was a, that was a little... But I agree with you. I think that um, nowadays, there's there's all kinds of artists. I don't just say digital artists, you know? I mean, even my... I used to always love to uh, draw 
everything out on paper first because I, I feel like I have the most control with blue pencil or pencil on paper and clean up everything how I want it on paper and then scan that in, mm. then digitize and it. Color. And I used to use a tablet as well most of the time mm. and then color in the computer. So I'm doing both there. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you really say? You're like, well, I finished it digitally, but I still do everything traditionally to start off when I knock out my sketches, I get my concepts down. And it's just come to the point now where I'm quicker and more efficient. Like you said, if there's a tool to make you more efficient and quicker, why not use it? Like now I have a Cintiq for a little over a year now. And it's, it's, it's got to the point where it's sensitive and nice enough to where I do feel like I'm, I'm drawing and I can get cleaner lines. So, you, yeah. you hit the two words that I always go back to. Efficiency and the quickness. Mm -hmm. The industry does not allow me to go and do a watercolor painting for right. four or five style frames, six style frames in a day. By the way, I'm up to about, you can probably get bang out 12, 18 in a day style frames. That was because, a question I wanted to ask you today. But, but I'm not going to, I remember uh, my, my first internship was at American, uh, American Greetings in Cleveland, Cleveland Ohio. Oh. Right, after, right after my junior year of college, uh, I was just blessed to get an internship, and especially American Greetings because it was like out of 600 people or something that they told me. Wow. But they liked my stuff because I hand drew my resume. I remember you posted that before. It was like a swirl of just craziness. On well, that. I had little jokes in there too. It said like, uh, it said knowledgeable, no, traits or something like that or awards. And it said like, you know, art AP portfolio, four, five stars out of five. So like things that you bragged about in like high school. And they said, uh, voted best legs that's this side of the Rio Grande, you know, and like once eight, seven PBJs in one time. Anyway, but you show your humor. And if you show what's in your, I actually did, yeah. Anyway, if you show what's in your heart and if you show the way you truly feel to people, that's when they get to see what's what's in there. If you keep faking it and you keep doing this kind of imposter syndrome thing, no one's ever going to know you. No one's ever going to know your art. And you're just going to be an, another faceless void out there. And so, so anyway, th I got this internship there. The reason I talk about that is because there was an artist there that had been there, and I was in the alternative card department, which is the um, <laughs> the alternative the, the, card, the funny, the funnier card. Oh, I see. I it see. wasn't like the cottage with the bunny rabbit saying, "I miss you, mommy." Yeah, no. Come home to papa. Yeah. It was for one of the jokes was uh, well, some of them were pretty off 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 color, but okay. So alternative card department. There was a guy that would paint. You get a card every day. You get a you get a card to draw every single day. Wow. Okay. You get an idea. You get the joke. You get the front of the card to draw. You get the inside, and then you have to do a little bumper on the back, which is right above the uh, barcode. Okay. That's a lot to do. That's that's five cards in a week. There's and there's revisions on the on those cards each yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as a 21 year old intern, I came in and I was proud. And the and my and my main man Pat Sandy there, my boss at the time, he goes. He goes, you knocked out 21 greeting cards that we signed off on and they're going to uh, going to shelves. He goes, our previous intern had six. I go, now we're talking. But the reason I bring this up is to not only brag. Do you have those cards still? I do. Well, my mom has all of them. They oh. were they're on sale at Target and we probably have uh, – I'll, I'll, I'll show you some of those. Some of them I'm really proud of still. Um, really funny, but if you write the joke and you draw it, that's when you get to have your initials on the card. So, of course – you got some of those. I had well, I had to go for that. So every day at lunch, I would grab a stack of these cards. There are white pieces of paper, eight by eleven, eight and a half by eleven pieces of paper folded over. They just had stacks all around, uh, all around American Greetings, and people would just go grab them, and you would write your joke, and then you'd submit it. So I would grab a stack, and I didn't, uh, you know, I like to write, and so I did about fifteen a day. In fact, to the point where the boss would go, "Dude, we were we were good." 
We're good. <laughs> you got, you got but jokes. he goes. You got jokes. We they, get it. they would go through there, and you know, they'd be like these knockup. It's a, it's a phenomenal challenge. Try it sometime with any kind of holiday to do a joke where you have the the, the punchline, and I would just write a punchline and then open it up follow and finish up. it up. Yeah. And so uh, anyway, there was a guy that would do everything by hand every day, and I just felt so sorry for him because if they gave him a tweak on a character's arm, he would go and get his gouache out, paint over it. And like go and put another, put another like arm in and stuff. Right, right. So now I see Yo. So you're like the time alone, dude. Cool. I mean, you give me a, you give me a change on these things, and they don't wait. They don't wait. Nobody's waiting. Nobody's waiting. It's the same thing with three D sculpting now and three D sculptors mm. and toy design and toy manufacturing. Just to shift the gears real quick, like back in the day, uh, action figures, everything is made is it's called a two up. So if it's a six inch figure, the sculptor is making it at twelve inches. Okay, first. Cool. And you have to get the detail. Yeah, you have to get that approved. So think about back in the day when everything's hand sculpted. They say, you know what? We really like how this character is looking, but we need to shrink his head down by like 20%. The head looks yeah. a little too big. Wow. That sculptor has to go back in by hand and re sculpt the new head that's 20% smaller. Yeah, there's no, there's Instead yes, of just, exactly. it's a 10 second job or 30 second job in a 3D program that you Absolutely. just shrink down that, the head of the sculpture. Mm -hmm. So you see what I'm saying? That's the biggest totally. contrast of. Using digital, going back to – I mean, it, obviously, it's like what we discussed last episode. You need your foundations first before you do anything else. Mm -hmm. If you could draw on paper, then you're going to be great digitally on a tablet or Cintiq. Because you're working out your mind. You're working out your the way you see. Mm -hmm. If you work out the way you see, then you're going to be able to see that way on with, with any application. Right. I mean, I didn't take any digital art classes. In, I took two because it was like right on the cusp mm -hmm. of – Photoshop becoming a thing and Illustrator becoming a thing. Right. And I remember even taking those my senior year of college, being like, well, what's this? I don't want to do this. Man, I learned nothing in my Illustrator class, and I don't remember my professor's name. It was, but anyways, it's neither here nor there. Call but I out. Just, I just remember, like, it was just, all I learned was, like, stuff that was in the book. I had to read the book myself, and it was mm. just, like, the point, click, and drag type stuff. <sighs> That's and not like, a teacher, man. Yeah. That's tough stuff. That's tough. Well, Depends on if he's going to – he didn't really teach the program. I don't really teach programs either, but I teach more fundamentals. But, I mean, I don't know. That's just, I guess, different strokes. Yeah, so but I learned more just trying doing. to mess around with my own. Yeah. Doing. Yeah. That's how I became an illustrator wizard. I would say you're definitely a wizard. Thank Maybe you. a grandmaster wizard. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. I actually have a robe that has that title on it with my name. Great, it. Can you wear that next time? Because we're going to be here next time. Because okay, this, this is just is too so, cool. This is a great setup. This is fantastic. We got a thousand people in the room right now. Yep. Uh, thanks for joining in. This is Make It All Better with Miguel and Justin. <laughs>